Happy New Year! After a very long break, we're finally back with a brand new episode of Rhoda and Mary, a podcast about friendship, feminism, and fun inspired by the Mary Tyler Moore Show. For our first session back, we decided it was only fitting to discuss the Christmas episode from Season 1, Christmas and the Hard Luck Kid 2. We recorded this right after Christmas and just before we rang in 2023. Join us as we savor the spirit of the season just a little longer with this very special holiday edition of Rhoda and Mary. I do feel like this um, this Christmas episode, I actually watch this Christmas episode every year as part of like my Christmas, Christmas feeling. Yes, I think yeah. it's so fun and I yeah. just, and there's... There are, there's another Christmas episode. They don't do a Christmas episode every year, I don't think. No, I don't think so um, But there's one several years on that, um, or several seasons on, I should say, um, that is quite funny too. But I don't think it's as good as this one. Like this one is just, it has all of those things that I like love about the Mary Tyler Moore show. It's like this perfect blend of sort of the innocence that she still has even though you know she's she's an adult for christmas but like she's all excited about it it's got all of the fun like the ted baxter nonsense yep and then my favorite bit is it's got like this wonderful interplay with her and rhoda with like them planning their their christmas Christmas eve yeah together so like it is just one of my favorite episodes ever and it's just i find it to be just uh, uh, filled with christmas cheer (laughs) I also think it does that genius thing that sitcom, or I guess they're sitcoms in the seventies do of walking the line between making you laugh and making you cry. Yes. Yes. It's also like, I think too, again, it, it follows that Mary Tyler Moore theme of like the realities of being, you know, a career person yes. is like, you know, you don't like Christmas is not necessarily just a guarantee. And like nope. Mary, Mary goes into this episode assuming basically yep. that she's going to have Christmas day off. Yep. Um, and then has to like grapple with the reality of like, nope, like the news never sleeps. Like we don't get any time off for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so many jobs don't. Yeah. I was going to say now that's like, that's a very, very normal aspect of, <laughs> of careers. Um, yeah. And, and I'm sure back then it was like a, it was a shocker and a heartbreaker and a a lesson of mm-hmm. like this is who do you think's giving you your news on Christmas Day? Right. Yeah. I hate this. I hate this term, but I'm gonna use it. It's like adulting. <laughs> it's like <laughs> suddenly realizing, like, oh, this uh, like there are there were adults making Christmas <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. No, it's true. Well, and you were just talking about that, like the the amount of effort that you have to go that goes into Christmas, especially when you have kids yes, to make it this magical thing for them. I mean, it's a lot of work. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Have you had to work on Christmas? I actually think I've never had to work on Christmas day, but I've had to work a lot of Christmas eves. Um, and in particular, the one that I hated, I mean, I shouldn't say I hated it. It was fine. But like when I worked, for the the theater in Los Angeles that we both worked for. Yeah. Um, they would do every year they do like a I don't remember what it's called, but like some sort of holiday spectacular that 
it's free to the public. Right. But it's like an all day thing where like all of these community groups get to perform. Oh. Like it's like all of these like local choirs and like the, you know, Southern California Valley kids brass band. Like they right. they <laughs> And it's just they, all day long. It's all day long. I think there is like some some kind of application process is like but the bar is like they're trying to open it up so that as many different you know um performing groups have an opportunity to perform on this like professional stage and and you you have to line up though to get in and it's like kind of like a rotating day where people are just like lined up around the plaza outside and then like they work their way in they watch whatever pieces they want to watch and then they can leave and so i used to always have to be there on that day to do yeah. like social media coverage yeah. when i left that job and i went to a job for pbs i was like oh well at least i won't have to work on christmas eve then i find out <laughs> that we were gonna televise it <laughs> we televised that show <laughs> and it was like heather you need to be there for the uh, the, te- the televised i'm like oh my gosh are you kidding yeah well you you were basically mary tyler Moore then but the other the other christmas working uh experience that i had was when i was still dancing and we were doing nutcracker i don't i don't remember ever having to perform on christmas eve christmas day i know there were like days leading up to it where there would be performances but maybe that's the the benefit of dancing in europe is like Mm-hmm. the holidays are holy days and you don't do it. But then, but then there's New Year's Eve, right. which it's a big deal to perform in Flatermouse. Oh, sure. Yeah. At midnight. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's the whole Vienna thing. Like that's it's the whole Vienna thing. Yeah. So again, like PBS broadcasts that every year. Yep. Also that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like I've, I've never had to work on Christmas Eve or Christmas that I can remember. Like I really can't remember ever having to do that, but I've definitely had to, I mean, it's a great thrill to like, but, but it's also sure. that like, weird whirlwind of like, I'm dancing. It's a new year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of intense. I, I definitely had to do Christmas Eve performances of the Nutcracker. Like, yeah, tell me about that. I knew it was coming, so it's not like I was surprised like Mary is, but I don't think I realized how sad I was going to actually feel when it came down to the fact that when I realized, I'm like, oh, I can't go home for Christmas yeah. because I'm performing on Christmas Eve. I don't think we had a performance on Christmas Day, but then we had a performance on the 26th. Yeah. Yep. So it was like, you don't have time to go home. I remember feeling so sad because I was like, I was like, it's like Christmas isn't happening. <laughs> well, maybe that's why this, because I, because I was overwhelmed with this episode when Mr. Grant says that she has to work Christmas why like it it gutted me and I was and I was thinking about it and I was like well yeah like it's it's really precious when you actually have that window where you can get away from work Christmas is just like any other day when you're working on newsroom you know what I mean uh no oh you gotta work on Christmas I've gotta work on Christmas well, that's another way of putting it. <laughs> I, I just, I never thought that I'd, I would be working on Christmas. I better uh, go call my mom. <laughs> She's sentimental about Christmas. 
I go to sleep tonight, three ghosts are going to visit me. But while we're on the topic of Mr. Grant, though, yes, the best the best moment is the the blank check moment. It's so (laughs) funny. It's comedy gold. Yeah, and it's all in his face. Yes, yeah, and it's the in- way he has to pause to think about, it. and he gives her like he looks at her like kind of trying to gauge like how much, how much money should I give her? And she she's like I, I can just wait out here. And he's like no 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 I just have to come up with a number. <laughs> he should tell her to go wait outside. That would be the polite thing I to know. do. And then he hides <laughs> the check as he's putting it in the card, and then he seals it up like it wasn't even sealed up. Yeah, it's such it's such gold. It's so good. And just her desk at work too. This is yes. something that like way too much. This is so Heather. I would I would so do that if I could. <laughs> but like I know that wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> like yep. it's just to have she's got like the reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Like, she has her big... nativity scene in her drawer. <laughs> the nativity scene. <laughs> And like a big Merry Christmas sign on the front of her desk. I know. <laughs> it is like if I could decorate my desk like that, I totally would. But yeah, I just you would. I would never I would never do it for this, you know, the fact that it's not really politically correct to do that. <laughs> but they do they do address Han or Hanukkah. Hanukkah Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I'm just a Christmas nut, not just Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure you feel the same way about Hanukkah, Rhoda. Uh, oh, sure, sure. Hanukkah, Christmas. <laughs> I think I love it too because it's like very classic 70s Christmas decoration. Like I love the look of Christmas decorations from like back then. Yes, um, and just the, the font the typeface oh and all yes. of the Merry Christmas signs are just gorgeous. They are. It's it's really beautiful. And <laughs> I love that stuff. And it does, I mean, it's not classic, but it's it's like, it feels like home. Like, and again, I guess yeah, this it. is like yes. her, her trying to like create this sense of home at Christmas time, it, like yeah. in her little newsroom space. And I mean, her apartment too is like, beautifully decorated um i love like the the door is decorated as a present i love the door it was funny because like when i was watching it this year with my husband he was like why don't we do that with our door i'm like yeah Yeah. i don't know why why don't we (laughs) yeah i know i felt the same it's so great i did see something like some blog or something i saw recently where they had done like a little tutorial about how they they decorated their kitchen cupboards to make them look like they were wrapped, but it was oh like done goodness. in a very like tasteful way, like yeah. really beautiful bows on it. Like not, not like this, but yeah. clearly, you know, people still are looking for ways to decorate these random parts of, of their home. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like Mary's is just like, so, I mean, it, it, it fits right in with of course like the regular decor of that apartment yes which we love um yes all the decoration inside mary's apartment is over the top and then it like it then is that basis of heartbreak when she's standing there in her kitchen eating her peanut butter and jelly sandwich and like the camera pulls out and you see like 
she's framed with like holly and pine and merry christmas everywhere it's so sad. true it's that it's that zoom out that makes it so sad. so sad we should talk about rhoda and her and like their plans yes and i mean we don't really hear much about like if rhoda had 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 any plans or i guess because she works in a department store it's like she's she's at the mercy of having to work probably most of the holiday yes. too she's seasoned <laughs> Right. She knows, yeah. she knows how the holidays work. Yes. And it's like she's spent all this time decorating those windows. So yeah. she doesn't need to decorate. She's over it. Yeah. 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 So, but she just, it's like, again, she's like the life raft for Mary yeah. once again, where it's like she's going to be there and they can celebrate together. Yeah. And it's going to be fine. Yeah. Like it does sort of feel like, well, this is going to be fun. And then when she brings over that, <laughs> the rotisserie. The rotisserie oven thing. Yeah. Like, it's just the, like, most charming it thing. Is. It is. It's so charming. It is. And she does the whole <laughs> demonstration, like, like the sales the sales pitch. Ugh. Yes, with her pointer. She's got, like, a pointer or something. Or what is that? <laughs> Miss Richards, this is your griddle area. <laughs> yeah. If you wish to fry an egg. Yeah. Then, of course, here is your rotisserie. If you wish to barbecue an egg, uh-huh. <laughs> then we have the oven for your basic baked egg. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's this? That's your egg. I knew it. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so sweet. And I, you're just like, it does feel like things are going to work out just fine. And it's going to be like the most fun Christmas ever. And then this Fred comes along. Is that his name? Fred. I think yes, it's Fred. his name is Fred. Yes. Also, his family's not such a big deal. They have an aluminum tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Murray's Murray's like justification of why Mary shouldn't have volunteered to work his Christmas yeah. Eve shift, right? It's yeah. like they're not so great. They have an <laughs> aluminum tree. I mean, speaking of aluminum trees, I mean I I currently do a fake tree. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, we have a fake tree. We we were gifted one a few Christmases ago that's pink. <gasps> oh, um, I love that. I love it too. I love that. I had a white tree when I still lived in LA. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But it's huge and so I didn't bring it to yeah. New York because it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't fit in here. But um now I just have a, a fake green one. But <laughs> I don't know like I I love walking through like the Christmas tree lots and stuff like they set them up you know on the streets here yeah. in New York City so like I love seeing that and smelling the, the yeah. pine tree smell or whatever but I much pre- like I'm I'm just as bad as uh, Fred and his family like I much prefer these fake trees I do too I get I get a candle every year that smells like Christmas yes yeah me too like balsam <laughs> Balsam fir candle. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it is It is one of those things that where I do feel for Mary. It's like, what are you supposed to say to somebody who, like, it's really, it is unfair when he comes up and he's just like, I haven't spent Christmas with my kids in years oh, or something. Oh, it's so crappy. Yeah. It yeah. really sucks. And, like, she is sort of put in a position where, like, she has no choice. She's going to have to. She's going to have to step in. But she's also the only woman in the office. There's already that, like, you know, 
the men in the office are going to kind of in a pressurized way, get, get more of a, their way. And Mm -hmm. then, and then she's single Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have kids. And like anybody who's single or doesn't have kids is automatically the default. Yeah. Yeah. Just expected to be the default. Whereas like today you've got offices where there are women, multiple women working together and the women who don't have kids and aren't married or, you know, feel this pressure that they're expected to be there. Right. Yeah, it is. It's a whole different thing. Like if you don't have kids, you do feel like it's like you can't be selfish about it. Like, you know, so, but I think, yeah, the, the fact that she's the only woman in the newsroom makes it even more poignant. And then of course, I feel like then also Mr. Grant, immediately has this like sort of parental thing where he doesn't want to leave her there yeah, by herself. And like, there's some concern of like, she's going to be left alone. And of course she's like, you know, trying to show that like, no, I can do it. Like, like I can be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the guy from the transmitter calls yes, and like, Charlie, Charlie out of the transmitter. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna tell a joke like a dirty joke I yeah assume. I mean, no i can't tell you <laughs> but it i like that it's not even yeah it's not even that like he he because <laughs> obviously he recognizes that she's got kind of a, a female just, voice i'm just getting that right now her name's mary her name is mary <laughs> <laughs> it's like what's your name again i can't tell i can't you. tell you uh <laughs> Yes, like the Virgin Mary. Oh my God, yeah. I can't believe that just came now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it kind of puts her in this position though, where she's like, no one, no one feels like they can even fully, you know, she she it's it's just crummy. Like she has to do yeah. it, but she's not included. Everyone doesn't think she can do it. I mean, and and you know, to be fair, like she does get kind of freaked out being there alone as one would I was gonna say this is something I noticed watching it this time is that obviously I know the joke this time but I remember the first time I saw this episode I was scared right along with her yeah and and I don't know if I if I hadn't had that experience I don't know that I would feel that way now watching it because there's like a different level of being by yourself in a workplace, work environment mm-hmm. now than I think there probably was then, especially she's the only woman in the office. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that she's there by herself. Um, right. Yeah. Also, yeah. I caught this too, that she says to Mr. Grant that basically the night watchman just won down on the ground floor. And she's like, okay, so me and somebody 12 fo- floors below, does that mean that they're working on the 13th floor? Oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I totally didn't catch that. I mean, that's even creepier. I mean, like, unless it's one of those buildings where there is no 13th floor and no 14th floor, which is probably, but it actually is the 13th floor. 13th floor. Sort of going back to having to work on Christmas Eve or Christmas, I and then and I never have, but I did remember having to work in very much like a cubicle office environment mm-hmm. on an evening that was the office Christmas party, <laughs> holiday party, 
taking oh, place dear. somewhere else, but nobody had invited me. And and it wasn't necessarily that I was a temp, but I had been hired pretty recently. So like I just kind of fell through the cla- cracks and like but was expected to work. Like there were still things for me that I needed to do. And was this when you when we worked together or no? I can't no, remember this was, did Christmas parties. This was a, a a real estate job that I had. Okay, good. I want to make sure I <laughs> forgot to invite you to the party. No. But but I remember sitting there and A being depressed that I wasn't invited, but then B being really grateful that I didn't have to go to this Christmas party with people that I didn't necessarily know too well yeah. or really want to spend an evening with like that in that environment, Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. also being completely by myself in this cubicle office space and it's dark and I'm the one like locking up and closing up. It was awful. (laughs) That is so sad. (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) that happened to you. Although side note, I do think office Christmas parties are always a disappointment. disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or they feel like an obligation that Yeah, it's very pressurized. It's not fun. It's no. just like you better you better go. <laughs> I know. And you know what is weirder is when a company doesn't throw a party, everybody grumbles like, oh, they can't right. even throw yeah, a party. And then yeah. when they do throw the party, it's like, oh, I'm not going to the party. Are you going to the party? I guess I have to go to the party. Yeah, it's it's kind of a you're you're damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. I do yeah. think it's like every, everybody likes to grumble either way. Yeah, um, with Ted walking in, everybody's <laughs> having a Christmas party. Oh, they're just rubbing it in down the hall because they're having a Christmas party and we're not. Who's having the party? Everybody except us. In particular, that darn chuckles a clown. Hey, clown, you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Ted. <laughs> Ted giving everyone his record. <laughs> and even even Ted's sorry, you don't have to totally just jump. You say you say a character's name and suddenly I'm all over yes. it. But um yes. Ted's whole like Christmas thing where he's like it's some Santa thing where he's oh, like yeah. A consultant and, year's child or yes tell oh, yeah. child yeah like murray's like that's the only thing he's ever written <laughs> <laughs> he does it every year and it's the only thing he's ever written but it's so I mean, charming it is it is i mean it's a rare side of ted where he's being yeah. sort of sweet and yeah but he's also doing it because he knows you know it's charming. Like, you yep. know that it's like, you he's know, he's not... on, Yeah. He's manipulating yeah. his audience. Um, uh, uh, on the subject of Ted too, that when she gives him the hug and smushes his hat, <laughs> yes, that's, that's like a, that's a clip that is always played. And, and is it, is it something that they use in the opening for the next season? It is. Yes. Yeah. Well spotted. Then... That is. Yeah. <laughs> You get the gold star. <laughs> yeah, because it's that classic clip of the Mary Tyler Moore show. It is classic, like the way she smushes it and his reaction to it. He's so he's so upset about it for half a second there, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Ted." And like, she flops it back up real quick. It's like so good, but I mean, it 
it is like sweet. It's like she's hugging all three of our our main newsmen yeah. who come to surprise her, even though she originally thinks that they're a murderer. <laughs> she says something like, "There's no one supposed to be in this building," and I just heard the elevator. Like she calls Rhoda to yes. be like tell someone that she's about to be murdered. Hello, Rhoda. Listen, uh, there's there's not supposed to be anyone in the building, and I just heard the elevator. Rhoda, I can't call the police. What am I going to tell them, that I heard an elevator? (laughs) I can't call the police until the murderer gets off the elevator. (laughs) There he is. He's off the elevator. He's brought his gang. Rhoda, listen. You were my best friend, and I really liked your Christmas present. (laughs) But the best part is... She hangs with the, and she's like, oh, and he brought his gang. It's he like she's, she's imagining this whole, and of course it turns out to be her three friends there to like invite her to the party or whatever. Yeah. But like my favorite part of that whole thing is then Rhoda calls back <laughs> and Ted answers. I'm not the murderer. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, it's for me. You're the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of Rhoda calling the number back and being a man answering her, being like, is this the murderer? <laughs> Wait, that that reminds me too of um after she gets off with Charlie in the in the is it telecaster? Transmitter. Transmitter, thank you. Yeah. She gets off the phone with Charlie in the transmitter and the phone, the office phone rings and she answers it and it's a hang up, like it's very clearly a oh. hang up. Yes. That that's the tone for the fear, right? Yes. And absolutely. I was thinking, I think that that's specifically what I was thinking was like, is that's not as scary nowadays. Because that's what yeah. that's what feeds the fear for that the elevator coming up, right? You're right. That is that's totally right. Yeah. And if we get I a hang up now, it doesn't mean anything. It's not to our home line. Not that many people right. have home lines and it doesn't it doesn't mean that someone's like stalking us and knows they're going to get us kind of a thing. Yes. Yeah, no you're right. I forgot about that. That is that is the moment where suddenly like she's uncomfortable before, but yeah. like that's when it becomes sort of sinister and yes. she's she's nervous. And then yeah. then to hear the elevator, it is quite creepy. Yep. Um Yeah, and it's, it's like a perfect horror movie. It is, yeah. This, and I mean this- faceless voice on the on the on the phone hmm. yeah and then and then all of a sudden the phone ringing and then and then the, and the perfect like the rolly chair to keep the doors closed yes. <laughs> yeah. she's screaming at the TV, that's gonna do nothing <laughs> i know i know and she's like basically <laughs> saying her goodbye to rhoda on the phone she's like you're so great to me. i loved your present yeah, I loved your Christmas present. Those are her final words. <laughs> oh, and of course, then the the men break through that door so easily. It's like yep. not even like what? Oh, was there a chair here? I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, it's really sweet. But then you know the other funny thing about it is, like, so then they show up and they're like, "Okay, you're off the hook. Like, we're gonna take you. Like, the party's at." at Murray's house or something, right? right? But then Mr. Grant is like, nope, we got to stay because the president of the station will call at midnight. Like, right. Make sure someone's still there. Yeah. But also, why is someone, why does someone need to be there 
why does someone need to be there? Yeah. Like, what is, like, because every other night of the year, I assume there isn't someone or is there? Like, there it's must just be, weird. It must be, like, a Fred character. Because, right, because when Charlie calls in, he's looking for Fred. So he must be used to. Fred being there. Someone yeah. being there late. Um but, but yeah, that- there's nothing that Mary's doing. No, she's just like holding down the fort, basically. Yeah. I don't and know. is it just in case like someone calls with breaking news? But like, but there isn't like there's nobody there to like. like also, there wouldn't be breaking news. Like, no, no, there wouldn't would be breaking to- news, and there's also nothing on TV. Like it would be dead air at that point. Right. Well, there's certainly nothing like this channel six news or whatever like they're done they're done so and then at midnight i guess we were also meant to assume like that is the end of the broadcast day or that's when it used to end like so but i don't know why does she have to be there there? it is kind of like i don't know i guess it's just something we have to just like yeah i guess this is the way it is yeah but it does seem a little pointless um but of course, then too, I love I love the end when Mr. Grant's like, "Well, we're gonna have to stay till midnight, and like we've I've got some work to do." So they all just kind of start working, working again. <laughs> but like the best, the best ending ever. It's like Murray and Mary are singing, <laughs> and then Lou Grant chimes in, and they're all singing. But then oh, Ted no. comes in. <laughs> And everyone just shuts up. I know. God, it's so good. In a way, too, it's like it makes me feel bad for Ted. Like, Ted's just trying to be part of the group. <laughs> but they're all just like, nope, we're not We're not going to keep this going. <laughs> and he comes in with so much, like, pizzazz. Like, you know, but he's <laughs> never the door. He's never really ruffled or, you know, he's that, he's literally that anchor, the anchor man. He just, he's anchor right man, along. Yeah. 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 It's like he just. <laughs> Everyone's just, everyone's just going to treat Ted like that. Ted's just going to be okay with it and go back to listening to his records. Like that's what, that's the work he's doing. He's going to go listen to his album. That's exactly what he's doing. He's staring at the picture of himself on the cover of it too. (laughs) It's really good. Anyway, I mean, I I think though that's kind of a good note to, to close the show on is just like the, the fact that this is like a very dated Christmas show, but yet very contemporary still. And like all of the themes and the relationships, it kind of, they still work. And that's what makes it so special. It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I, I, I'm glad you're, you were willing to, uh, to jump back on the pod and and do another recording. I think it's only fitting that we examined the Christmas episode. Even though... Yeah, to get back in. No, I'm so yeah. happy. I'm so happy to be doing this again. It feels it feels like like this was something really joyful that we were doing together and we've we've really missed 
being in touch and this is another way for us to be in touch Merry Christmas, Heather. Merry Christmas to you, Caitlin, and Merry Christmas to you, listener. <laughs> Happy holidays, and, and may 2023 bring us lots of goodness and joy. Yeah, yeah, it's about time. 